With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. A package that was supposed to be full of clothing turns out instead to be crystal meth. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. The Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control Service, CBC, says two pounds of crystal meth were found in a courier parcel selected for examination. They spotted something suspicious and presumptive field testing indicated methamphetamine was inside. The Health Services Authority, HSA Forensic Laboratory, confirmed the results. Director of CBC, Mr. Charles Clifford, says Yet again, CBC officers at the controls are to be commended for their vigilance and continuing perseverance. He said the seizure is another indication that there is an increased demand for hard drugs in the Cayman Islands. CBC says methamphetamine is dangerous, highly addictive, and can be fatal. The matter is under investigation. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. A dispute that led to a shooting takes center stage in court today. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has more. Juvan Elvis Kirtley Ebanks is on trial for attempted murder and possession of an unlicensed firearm, stemming from an incident on September 18, 2022. With jury selection complete, the Crown Council began outlining the details of the incident. The prosecution says that the victim of the shooting, Matthew Kyle Forrest, and his friends were drinking in the parking lot outside the power supply bar. Prosecution alleges there was a dispute with the accused Juvan Elvis Kirtley Ebanks, resulting in Mr. Forrest being shot and wounded, left with a collapsed lung and bleeding in his lower abdomen. Crown Counsel Scott Wainwright says RCIPS Scenes of Crime investigator found three 9mm shell casings at the scene. CCTV footage, he said, reveals the car at the location at the time of the shooting belongs to Tia Worms, the girlfriend of the accused. An iPhone was also recovered as well as messages between the suspect and his girlfriend making jokes about the shooting. When arrested for attempted murder and possession of an unlicensed firearm on January 1, 2023, police say Mr. Ebanks confirmed Tia Worms as his girlfriend but would not answer any other question posed by the police. In open court, CCTV footage showed a blue VW Golf arriving at the scene and an argument with a group of men including Ebanks, Forrest and others. A man near Forrest is seen gesticulating, indicating a degree of frustration or anger with the persons he's arguing with. The victim in the shooting, Matthew Forrest, appeared in court today to testify. He testified to the description of the person he had an altercation with and identified the accused as the main person in the altercation. Defense attorney Amelia Fossahini grilled Mr. Forrest in cross-examination. She says Forrest was directly involved in the argument and not trying to de-escalate the situation, as he told the jury. The case resumes tomorrow. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. A 33-year-old Georgetown man remains in custody, suspected of breaking into the home of a woman he knew, brandishing a knife, threatening and assaulting her, as well as stealing cash and a personal item. Police say he was arrested on Thursday morning, the 21st. The incident had occurred earlier the same morning. He has since been formally charged with two counts of aggravated burglary, one count each of threats to kill, causing fear or provocation of violence, and assault causing actual bodily harm. The Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control Service confirms that at about 6 a.m. Friday morning, a vessel with four male migrants arrived in Spot Bay in Kimambrak. They said all persons would be processed in accordance with CBC protocols. The Premier presents a proposal to Parliament Friday that offers more concessions for prospective Caymanian homeowners. These revised concessions will provide significant financial relief to Caymanians who are purchasing homes or land. On September 18th, Cabinet approved Ministry of Finance and Economic Development drafting instructions to revise the current stamp duty concessions for prospective Caymanian homeowners. These amendments, Madam Speaker, will help 
prospective Caymanian homeowners by one, increasing the value of property prices eligible for a full waiver of stamp duty for first-time Caymanian buyers, two, introducing a new tier of stamp duty concessions for Caymanians purchasing their second properties and by way of amendments to the Stamp Duty Act to seek to enshrine both types of uh, both of these concessions in law thereby providing Caymanians with the certainty they need in order to plan for their future. For a Caymanian purchasing their first parcel of raw land, there will be no stamp duty assessed on values up to 250,000 CI. And for the first home or developed residential property, there will be no stamp duty assessed on values up to $550,000. Madam Speaker, the changes also formalize an avenue for Caymanians purchasing their second property to qualify for a discounted stamp duty rate to be assessed. Mr. Panton says the enhanced stamp duty benefits will be offered to Caymanians immediately. There are plans to increase cemetery space across the country, and a recent policy of double stacking in vaults is being utilized to conserve and extend the life of local cemeteries. Can the Honorable Minister say what action is being taken to ensure that sufficient final resting places will be available on all three islands to meet future needs? As part of DEH annual budget exercise, considerations are made for a number of new vaults based on district needs and available resources. Answering a parliamentary question from opposition leader the Honorable Roy McTaggart, Health Minister the Honorable Sabrina Turner, tells MPs that overall there are just over 7,600 vaults estimated to be constructed in Grand Cayman's public cemeteries. This includes more than 3,000 at St. Mary's Garden of Rest and almost 2,500 in Prospect. A 2022 policy to allow double stacking in vaults provides an opportunity to use a cemetery that is otherwise considered closed or extend the use of one that is reaching capacity. In anticipation of future needs, Madam Speaker, the Ministry of Health and Wellness team are in the midst of an extensive review of the Public Health Act. One suggestion for the review team is to develop a bespoke legislation for environmental health functions. And this is a direction in which the ministry intends to proceed. When the new Environmental Health Act is drafted, we expect that soon after provisions would be made for formalization of cemeteries and crematoria regulations, which will benefit all cemeteries including those in our sister islands. Minister Turner confirmed that double stacking has already been used in the Bracken East End, and the Department of Environmental Health has strengthened and improved the base construction of all local vaults in the event a resident wants to use that option. The country is looking to boost its pool of blood donors, with the government easing restrictions on eligibility. After a recent review of the potential risk posed by donors who'd visited or lived in countries affected by mad cow disease, Cayman's blood donor eligibility policy now lets people who lived in the UK between 1980 and 2001 for three months or longer, or who had received a blood transfusion while in the UK from 1980 onwards to donate effective immediately. The blood donor policy restrictions were necessary for the safeguarding of public health in the 1980s and beyond. However, Chief Medical Officer Dr. Nick Gent tells Radio Cayman there have been no new cases of the disease diagnosed in the UK among people born after the introduction of strong dietary protection measures in 1989.
this strongly suggests that the zoonotic transmission pathway was effectively closed in the UK over 30 years ago. Donations can be made Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. at the Cayman Islands Blood Bank at the Cayman Islands Hospital. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.